And we aren't live. Not anymore, guys. This has been pre-recorded. Yep, it is, uh... Oh, I can't see the date. What time? It is December the 9th? It's Wednesday, December the 9th. Yeah. Welcome and to the final episode? Uh, of the season finale. yeah of yeah. the season we're not canceling it yet. god no god no <laughs> no one's gotten mad at us yet <laughs> yeah well i mean that and also just uh we're it's you know the whole thing is for the past two years really been finding out how to do a flow with it because at first you know i have to say last year the fact that we did as many episodes on a bi-weekly yeah. basis like we kept that streak going i literally thinking about while. my own like my podcast i was doing two a month and like i didn't do two months all the time but i did 24 episodes that's just wild I mean, we did 13 last year, yeah. but so, like, I remember, because we started in the late May, because it was right after Godzilla. Yes. Oh, my God. And, uh, I found that picture. I saw that picture the other day. It came up on my screen. Oh, the one from when we... From when yeah, we did Godzilla, yeah. yeah. I need to get that printed. Um, what was it? Uh, yeah, we we went pretty consecutively from there until, I want to say, October, September, October, and then I we had... October, because we did, um, we did an episode we did in two. cosplay. Yeah, we did the mm-hmm. Halloween episode. We I found did, that on Snapchat where we did nice. the, uh, the knife thing. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I remember because you did the you did the Ledger Joker and I, I did Mark Hamill, but yeah. I was with Joaquin Phoenix's yep. paint job. But yeah, it's that it, it's crazy that you know. I'm excited to go back and listen to like last year episodes. We should do like a reaction thing. Yeah, where we're just like. <laughs> You know, we cringe over things. Ooh, I. Mm, we should start it, like when we do like get heavy into YouTube at some point. We should do that. Common sense incognito. Hey, hey, hey. That's kind of been a little thread of conversation for a little bit before we got started. So oh, yeah. Jeremiah cooked this like I did these like fried like rice it's, noodles. I cooked some rice noodles with some, some pork, pork chops, and I fried some egg, and then we <sighs> ate them with my chopsticks, and I was like, hell yeah. You know, it, uh, my favorite thing is like when you take like a dish like that and you're just like, this sounds good, this sounds good, this yeah. sounds good. Just, There's no real recipe, you just yeah, like you just kit bash something it together. It, yeah, because that's what I do. I just fucking go with the flow and put food in my body. <laughs> now I'm putting actual food I cook because this motherfucker right here is taught me how to cook. I made pasta last night. You made, no, like, no, you made pasta twice. I have made pasta twice. I, I'm cooking a little bit. Because I showed you how to make it on Sunday. Yeah. And then I get a thing on fucking Instagram last night. It's just like, hey. your boy. Like, what you, what song did you have? I had, um, Hey Look Mama, I Made It. Yeah. By Pank in the Disco. Because I was like, what song could I put for, like, I made some food? And I was like, <laughs> I made it. Oh, Hey Look Mama, I Made it. So, yeah, I did that. That was cool. Well, is it still up there? I don't know. I'm we'll sure look at that is. later. Um, it, it's funny because uh, one of my friends, she posted a thing. Uh, she, uh, she likes the weed the devil's lettuce and for whatever reason she can't have any right now yeah I mean, she's in a different state and shit but yeah it's just funny because she said wow my life got more depressing once i got like super sober and i just posted snoop dogg going smoke weed every day <laughs> i guess we're jumping in the growth i guess like what do you how do you how do you, how do you want to do this well so what me and jeremiah talked about is um because originally we were planning to do four episodes mm-hmm. then it became three and now what we're doing is we're doing two really good ones mm-hmm. and then we've got the special one i had planned we're going to do that is probably either the first or second episode of next year gotcha. because it just logistically makes more sense and i've just got a lot on my plate right yeah, now and absolutely. i'm you know, going into the growth shit, I'm learning how to manage that shit. But same. Oh my god, same. I, I think before we dive into that, though, because that's the whole thing, is I want this to be... This episode is going to be called Our Way, or My Way. Nice. A play on the Sinatra song. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, we bulldozed through this fucking year yeah, and the dumpster did. fire that it's been, Jesus and we've just kind of like... We've come out the other side like... 
Uh, this this is actually I I was I thought you were about to do Arthur Morgan. Oh God, I can. I'll let you go first. Uh, well, I, I do Arthur Morgan. I just sound like Charlton Heston. Twenty twenty has been a goddamn hard hell of a year. It's been stressful and sometimes it's been bright. But you have to learn how to drudge through the mud. How to continue on through life. Taking on the different things that you've experienced to be a better man. Because Arthur Morgan don't know much. But he do know that you just keep moving on. Damn, am I supposed to follow that up? <laughs> so, so, here's the thing. Do you want Clint Eastwood? Or do you want, like, Yojimbo? Yojimbo, because I'm on Yojimbo vibe right now. I was oh, playing yeah. we, Ghost of last night. <gasps> yeah. Okay, well, real quick for it. Well, no, I'll yeah, do my we'll, thing. I'll do yeah, my you thing. You do your thing and we'll get back to it. Like, we'll, we'll still do what we watched and everything. I love that voice. Oh, my God. Well, it's just funny because we have had a couple times where we've been, let's just say, intoxicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've been talking about hardship and then... Arthur Morgan comes out right on out cause sometimes when you drink them spirits them spirits that you feel (laughs) what we learned is you drink the spirits but in actuality you are consuming and expelling your inner demons ooh I like that because this year has been a dark year it has been a treacherous year but most importantly it has been a powerful year. Nice. I love that. That's Well, that's the voice I do for yeah. fucking D&D. Yeah, I fucking but love that. Like, oh my... That's like kind of like, like when I need to calm myself. Yeah. It's not just me doing Asia voice. It's yeah. like when I need to calm myself, I kind of go in into Katsumoto slash what I feel like Toshiro Mifune would sound like in, if he spoke English like yeah. fluently. Yeah. And it's just like, you must sit. You must experience. You must let the hardship and the happiness wash over you at once because from there you will learn the happiness that is earned versus the happiness that is given Ooh, boy spitting out facts today and i'm doing it with one less tooth <laughs> i feel like we should go ahead and acknowledge that before does matt have a lisp <laughs> oh my gosh it's like this is the first, i noticed it a little bit last time <laughs> and you you brought it up and then I totally forgot it until just now well I, I figured it could go one of two ways i did bring my little thing mm. so it's like it's either like I sound like I have dentures in, <laughs> or I just be a little bit cockney. Cockney, and I've got a bit, basically this is what happened. You can't say listen to us right now. So this is what happened. So I have my front left tooth, my second left tooth. There's a little bit of Michael Caine with the missing tooth coming out right now, but it's like, <laughs> it is. What happened was so I got a scan from my dentist about a year ago, and that scan told me. That that tooth had been impacted from some previous orthodontic bullshit. This is why we don't do it over in England. Is And what happened was the tooth, even though I brushed them like a normal human fucking being, the tooth was starting to rot from the inside. And it was either going to fall out, come out, or I was going to choke on it. <laughs> or we could go to a fucking oral surgeon. Peachtree Oral Surgery is where I want to. And they can take it out. Put a little screw in there, and then it becomes a dental implant where it looks like I've got a real tooth in there, but it's an imposter. <laughs> That's beautiful. So, so in short, and now I have to finish. I have committed. No, yeah, I have yeah you're committed at this point. You're committed. You gotta go. So last Wednesday, a week ago today, 
I had to go in. My what? My girlfriend had to drive me in. I almost say wife because I'm thinking of Michael Caine interviews where he's like, my wife. She puts up with me. <laughs> it's like my girlfriend had to drive me to the goddamn surgeon of our fucking Piedmont. This is at, this is at like seven forty-five in the fucking morning. I was tired. I made the fucking mistake of playing fucking Deep Rock Galactic with a couple of my cunt friends, and. Then I was like, oh, fuck, it's three in the morning. Well, I guess I'm not sleeping much tonight. I figured, well, they're going to dope me anyway, so it's like I'll sleep at some point. <laughs> and anyway, to round out this long ramble that everybody's tuned out of by now, it's the fact that they took out a fucking tooth, but when they went to do it, my front left tooth decided it wouldn't come out too. Oh, God. So it was a fucking cunt. <laughs> so they had to stick it back in there, shove it back in there, and then the surgeon put his fucking glue shit in between it to act as sort of the the right front tooth is a splint to the left tooth so I've had to eat out of the side of my fucking face <laughs> and then I had to go this morning for follow up everything seems to be okay but anyway I'm not going to have what's called a flipper which is this little fucking tooth fakie that goes in that hole it's like a retainer but it looks like a real tooth and nobody fucking notices but right now until this fucker heals, I've got to walk around with a fucking hole in my face, and I can't decide if I'm a fucking cockney, toothless fuck, or some sort of redneck. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should go with both of them. You should go and go in between, go in and out. I think well, I did proper. bring an English coat with me. Today. Uh, you did. He it's been quite cold. Like, it's been quite cold as fuck up in this bitch. <laughs> fucking Atlanta's been cold up in this motherfucker. I can't understand it. I fucking 34 degrees this morning. Going to work. And then it goes I froze my goddamn tits off. Bitch. I could have cut fucking glasses my goddamn nipples. Bruh, it was fucking cold. And I love the cold, but it's been such It's a wet it's cold. It sticks to terrible. you. It's wet. You, you stand in it and you feel like it comes for you. And it grabs you by the nethers and starts twisting. I was okay with the humidity from Brunswick, Georgia, but now here in Atlanta with the cold, I thought cold was my thing. But this cold just came out fucking nowhere and went Georgia. So like it's cold one day, it's hot the next day. Cold one it's day, hot the next day. And then it becomes the tundra. It is inexplainable, it is uncomfortable, and I'm ready for some decent cold weather. I just want the goddamn temperature to make up its fucking, fucking mind. mind dude. If it wants to be cold, I'll fucking deal with it being cold. But pick what kind of cold you're going to be, because fuck me, it's pissing me off. <laughs> it's pissing me off. I don't understand it. <laughs> but in, uh, to derail that, because <laughs> I feel like we've lost our entire European audience at this point. Um, we love you guys. That's why we're impersonating you guys. Alice, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but you did tell me I could... You did tell me I could do a British accent at some point, so this is, it's kind of your fault. <laughs> it's kind of you and the whole country's fault, because you colonized over here. <laughs> Have you ever seen Raging Gentry? I've not. Okay, it's 18 seconds, I'm pulling this up. But, um, what's it? Uh, so, my mom, I was talking to my mom a couple of days ago, and she said how cold it was down there. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, you, audience, you can't see, but I'm giving like the, 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 the like, not sure fry the eyes. <laughs> I was just like... What's the te- what temperature, Mom? Well, it's, it's just chilly. What temperature? And she's like, it was like 50 degrees. I'm like, fuck you, it's 30 it's up here. It's 30 up here. You don't know if cold it's anymore. Be, like, bro, fucking snow and stick. Like, fucking snow and stick if you're going to be this fucking cold. Like, don't tempt me, bitch. Like, that's... I. If you got to be this cold, get me some fucking snow. Don't... I want it to be like a goddamn Harry Potter movie. Give me the fucking reach around if you're going to tempt me. Right. I like my accent. You- it's pretty nice. 
Like I told you, it's oh, it's old John Boyega. I love it. It's very cool. All right, you ready for I Raging am. Gentry? A friend showed me this a couple years ago, and it's like I don't know if this guy's actually British, uh. but it's so funny because it's like if you've ever seen a movie like about like either British aristocracy yes. or you know like you know some like Revolutionary War movie, this is exactly how all the British people like in Parliament back in like two hundred years ago talked. I love that. <laughs> you know what the best part about Revelation. it is? He rolls his arms. He does so well. Like, like those like really snooty yeah. like, stereotypes. Revelation. Like he literally sounds like like Cornwallis yeah. or some shit. You know? Oh God. Revelation. Okay. Anyway, I'm going off on random shit. Oh, you try to say something, you can't. I'm trying to say a lot of fucking things. You try to say that one, two, f- fucking missing is means you're fucking cut. That fucking hurt. At the back of my foot with my chair. And that's how it happens. <laughs> that so, is how it happens. I have, I have, I have a, I have a thing I want to kind of shotgun into here to get everything rolling, as if Boom. we haven't been rolling for the past seventeen minutes. The past seventeen minutes. Seventeen minutes. Oh. Seventeen. Are you mad? So You're gonna be doing that. Now. I've been going. I am. I, that please send me. <laughs> Are you mad? But uh, just to kind of jump into it, so it's pretty much confirmed without an official statement from the studio that Alfred Molina. Is, is going to be playing Doc, Doc Ock in yes. Spider-Man Three. He was and Tom Holland Spider-Man Three. Yes, Tom Holland Spider-Man Three. Alfred Molina is confirmed. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. So I'm happy about that because that's that's the man I want to cast as Raul in my movie. Mm-hmm. And I've I've loved him in a bunch of other stuff he's been in. Like if you haven't seen Not Without My Daughter, he's oh, no. fucking scary but amazing in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's done a thousand different like voiceover things, and he was in Raiders of the Lost Ark and all this yeah. other shit. But in, but my favorite thing, and if I get him, if I get him, I'm showing up first day on set with a Spider-Man t-shirt on. Because yeah. I have to. It's like, you're Doc Ock, motherfucker. Yeah. So much so that they are retroactively bringing you back 16 goddamn 16 years later. Goddamn years later. But um, I was telling, I was explaining it to Ashley. I was just like, you know, because the rumor is that, you know, they're trying to do a live action Spider-Verse. Pretty much, yeah. And it's going to be, you know, ideally Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming in. It's like, this. all the Spider-Men are going to be there. Yeah. And so I was explaining to Ashley, and I made the most fucked up like hilariously messed up like analogy i said like look i'm happy as it is with um it's like i'm ecstatic about alfred molina coming back but i said basically before you can rip my pants down lube me up and fuck me up the ass raw i have to get confirmation that andrew garfield and Tommy mcguire in it yeah and i wish you could have seen her face she was just like <laughs> what now they have confirmed andrew garfield he is really from what I read like, today. Is it a legit story? I don't know, like because it was in a, it was in a thing where they confirmed Alfred Molina. He was seen on set. Um, Alfred Molina, Andrew Garfield in costume. I don't know, and Kristen Dunst. So I'm impressed because she was talking mad shit. Oh yeah, I thought she Hollywood. hated being those. Yeah. I thought she just hated like being in the Spider Man movies yeah. like years afterwards. Well, that I'm sure. And then big cha- a paycheck for from the article I was reading, they're trying to finalize a deal with Tobey Maguire to have him in the movie. And then they also are possibly looking at getting Gwen Stacy from the Amazing Spider-Man Emma series, Stone. Emma Stone. So, 
Oh, she's already working on Cruella Deville for Disney. So oh yeah, she's got. I thought they've been done. Shot that. It's not coming out for like another year. But okay, got you. So I'm excited. I am excited. Well, about did you it. hear about the two other possibilities? The fuck what? Charlie Cox's Daredevil. Ooh, I heard that he uh, can come back to MCU now. You ready for the big one? Who the fuck else? Willem Dafoe. See, my brother called me the other day and he was like, You're Avenge me! Avenge me! <laughs> if they don't get William Defoe, I'm going to be really sad. Because William Defoe, like, I love Alfred That's Molina. Green Goblin. Like, that is Green Goblin. And that is... And to Goblin. have them both together? <laughs> boy. Boy, when boy. Jamie motherfucking Fox's boy. Electro? Boy, boy. Dane DeHaan mother- might be in it too. Fucking... I love Dane DeHaan. Give me Dane DeHaan in, a, in... I want Dane DeHaan as Harry Osborn as Venom. That is what I wanted. That's what I was hoping I was going to get out of the Amazing Spider-Man series. Because I don't know... Listeners, please tell me what incarnation Harry Osborn has the Venom suit. Because I remember... It's a comic thing, right? I thought it was a, co- a cartoon thing. I uh, thought it was in the Spectacular Spider-Man. But it wasn't. I don't think. I have to go back and watch. But Ultimate? I never watched Ultimate. Yeah. I hated Ultimate. I love the game, though. The game was cool. I never mm-hmm. watched the show. Didn't care for it. When I did watch little bits and pieces of it, but Dane I DeHaan, I thought it was cool that Drake Bell was Spider Man. Yeah, I thought, that, no, I thought that was amazing. But Dane DeHaan, Harry Osborn as Venom would be fucking amazing, or just black suit, whatever the fuck. I just don't care. But Dane DeHaan is such a phenomenal actor, and he plays unhinged really fucking well. I need that shit in my life, please, bitch, please. <laughs> so it sounds like we're getting if if. Even even if a third of this shit goes through, yeah. we're getting something cool. Yeah, absolutely. But if we get all of it, it's going to be like transcendent. Mm-hmm. You know? like, I am ah. God now. Disney, I will say that as much as I fucking hate you, you use your pimp abilities for good. Well, the, the, I'll tell you, somebody who's using their pimp abilities for absolute evil right now is Nintendo. I heard about that. Being little bitches, canceling, they fucking released a DCMA. For the, uh, there's a Smash Brothers Melee online tournament, and it's modded, and so they sent DCMAs out, and like, what the fuck, dude? They're literally just... It's for Smash Brothers Melee, which is for the GameCube. Yes, and like, they didn't have online capabilities then, people just took your shit and made it better. Bitch, like, the fuck? Like, the fuck? Nintendo is on some next level bullshit right now. Well, um, my friend uh, Matt Lennon said it very well last night, is it's like they they're very power high because of how well the switch sold mm-hmm. and so now they're kind of like you know oh we can play god and they just need to be humble they need to be humble because last <laughs> system that came out the wii u was a piece of shit so yeah, did, they need I, to sit the fuck down i haven't like oh yes i need to own this no yeah. since the gamecube mm-hmm. i didn't give a fuck about the wii we got one. we was my, okay my par- yeah my we got, got one. yeah, my, yeah. Parents got my grandparents one. got one and then my parents were like it's active we'll get one and then I never had a Wii U because I didn't fucking It was care. stupid. Because to me, it was it's fucking just, stupid. like, okay, you're trying to you're trying to inject some fucking life into this bullshit. Yeah. And, um, yeah. We would like to play. Huh? We would like to play. Yeah. <laughs> we would like to play. I just didn't tiki. expect the fucking African accent. <laughs> I haven't done African Why before. are you gay? <laughs> Why are you gay? <laughs> Why are you gay? <laughs> that motherfucker. But, yeah, there's that. There's the whole, um... I don't know the full story with it, but basically they're doing a limited release, like re-release of like the 35th anniversary. It's going to have like a bunch of Mario games on it, remastered and shit. Nice. But they're having like a limited edition stock, both physically and digitally, mm-hmm. which makes no sense to me. The physical, sure, but the digital, what? And they're only, it's basically going to be only available for one day or some shit. I guess like it's that. just for people, so that people can at least have it. 
I get the physical. I definitely like. I also I'm, think the whole PS4 or PS5 shortage is absolute. I have shit. not paid attention nor given a shit because it's the fucking PS5 and it's the first one that came out. Like the end of next year, you never year, buy the first one. You never buy the first one. You fucking not never these buy, days. You know, like, back, I think back when the GameCube was around, you could. Yeah, like then you could have done it. Well, because they weren't built. They weren't built to have like updates. They right. Built, it's like you have to have this like the, the thing system. you roll out yeah. is the thing that works. It is the now thing it's that like, works. oh, you can patch it. Yeah. Oh, we'll fix it in post. Yep. It's like fucking a, <laughs> fucking a. But I'm excited for Scott Pilgrim versus the World of Video Game. The complete edition comes out January 14th. So or they 15th. are re-releasing. They are re-releasing it. They Thank gave the release God. date. I'm really excited about it. I'm gonna read all the comics again. I think last I read this year I was in two or three. My books are out of order, so I'm assuming I definitely read two. So now I'm in three. I'm assuming, uh, and I'm gonna finish that, watch the movie, and then play the game. Because I love that game. That game was fucking amazing. The man is deep diving. I am deep diving like a motherfucker. For y'all that don't know, Scott Pilgrim was kind of my idol growing up. And then I realized not to grow up to be like a piece of shit like Scott. He is kind of a piece of shit. He is a piece of shit. But he has so much growth. And I just learned how to take all that growth shit and just be better because I am better. Other news, I don't know what else. I've I've been like catching different things. I know you've got some more. I'm, I'm gonna just since we're, we're talking about the speculation with Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and uh, drop this. So Joe uh, Manganello. Oh, I did. Who I did uh, see that. you did? Oh, okay. So the picture. I didn't see a picture. What? I'll show you the picture. So he, uh, he, he Deathstroke is gonna be in the Snyder Cut. And he's gonna Mohawk. Nice. And he looks fucking badass with it. So did you hear the details about the Batfleck movie? I heard, I saw he had said some stuff about the Batfleck movie, but I did not read anything. I get to reveal all of the details. Yes, sir. I'm here. I'm here. So, basically, he was interviewed recently, and they asked, what was uh, Affleck's version of the movie going to be like? He said, it was a really dark story in which Deathstroke was like a shark in a, in a horror movie. Or, excuse me. It was a really dark story in which Deathstroke was like a shark or a horror movie villain that was dismantling Bruce's life from the inside out. It was a system, or it was a systemic thing. He killed someone close to Bruce, and destroyed. Yeah, he killed everyone close to Bruce and destroyed his life trying to make him suffer, because he felt that Bruce was responsible for something that happened in his past. Who is this? This is Ma- uh, Manganello Deathstroke. Oh, Deathstroke. Gotcha. So Deathstroke, Deathstroke was going in... to be the front and center villain. Nice. Of this. I'm we were going to get Arkham Origins. Essentially, yeah. Except hopefully it's the Joker bullshit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, basically. Uh, the outlet goes on to state that the film was likened to the Born Again arc from Frank Miller's run on Daredevil that ended up being semi-adapted for the third season of the Netflix series. The actor also adds, it was really cool, really dark, and really hard. It was I was very excited for it. And then the whole thing is um, why he has a mohawk in the Snyder Cut, which I'll show you the picture in a second. Uh, the, uh, Manganiello says... There was a climactic moment in my standalone story where I wanted Slade to shave his head down to a warlike mohawk knowing that he was going off to his own death. Mm. I said to Zach, I always envisioned him having this big white mohawk and he was totally down for it. Nice. Let me see if I can pull the picture. Oh, yeah. Hashtag, that's my death stroke. Right? Hashtag, that's my fucking death he, like, And especially the whole, like, you know, he wants a war mohawk because yeah. he's going to his death? Yeah. What? Hashtag, that's my death stroke. I really hope that, first of all, 
that makes me so happy and yet so sad that yeah. Affleck, Affleck's movie would have been would have been cra- it would have been rated R. It dude. had to be hard R. I would so be here for it. Oh my god! Please still give that to me now. Well, hopefully he has a good time. Yeah. on the Flash, mm-hmm. and then HBO Max is like, yo, do you, still you want to do a mini series? Yeah. And he, it's just like you know you can you don't have to direct all of it. He, I could see him be like, I, I get doing my way, and if you try to fuck with this, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, and I'd be like, totally, bro. I'm just happy him and Michael Keaton are gonna be in the fucking. That's exciting. The Flash. That is exciting. Because instead, but then again, we have fucking Marvel doing it first with all the Spider Men. They well look, they did it. First. Oh, it's, it's totally fine. I mean, like, I was well, just no, like, no, 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 I was just like, oh like, my god! Like, I just saw that parallel. I was like, oh my god. Well, the thing is, I heard a lot of elements from what Snyder was planning to do with Justice League. I'm don't quote me on this, but basically, Marvel heard about that. Like, Endgame was supposed to be like Justice League two, okay. or Justice League one. I think the original way it was supposed to end. Um, was Superman is resurrected, but he goes to work for Darkseid. Owen Rogers will reportedly reprise his role as Gary Godspeed in Spider-Man 3. Who the fuck is Gary Godspeed? I have no idea. It just popped up on my Twitter. Yeah. Continue. Oh, you're good. Um, I don't know, but it sounds like Marvel heard about a lot of the stuff DC was doing and they decided to do it so they could beat him to the punch with it, which I think is, like, really shitty. Oh, yeah. But, um... Yeah, because there were a lot of things with Endgame that was similar to Snyder's original vision for Justice League. Because Batman was supposed to die at the end of the third one. The end of Justice League? Mm-hmm. God, we didn't even get to the second one, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well. What? If the Snyder cut's successful, they're going to let him do another miniseries. Ooh. Supposedly. So, you never know. I'm just happy right now that we're getting what we're getting. We're getting a Flash movie where, unfortunately, we aren't getting Thomas Wayne. But we are getting... Um, you know, in in place of that, we're getting Michael Keaton. I think that's cool. That's just like let's just have all the cinematic Batman in a movie, just like what they're doing with the Spider-Man movie. Because they've been talking about doing Flashpoint before fucking Spider-Man Two was shot. Hmm. So I don't feel like the Spider, and I don't feel oh, like they yeah, would. No, for sure. And they I'm definitely saying... didn't want to do it until after Spider Verse, the animated movie. Right, was and that's what I'm saying. Like that's Marvel being, the, or I'm sorry, Marvel slash Disney being a bitch. Yeah, like being little assholes. We're gonna do it first. Yeah, even though y'all came up with it first. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I'm just excited we've got all this crazy shit happening. I'm and very then, much, I'm, I'm out of the MCU. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm here just for the Snyder cut. I'm a little worried about Wonder Woman. I, I don't know why, but like after seeing some more of the trailers, I'm just like, I don't know if I'm here for it. I'm gonna watch it. I hope it's great. I'm sure I really it's do. Be cool I really, least. it'll be cool at least. But I, like, I feel like it needs to be great. Yeah. Because they set a bar with the last one, and mm-hmm. I'm a little concerned. I love Kristen Wiig, but she's kind of whack to me. Like, I love. Have Kristen you seen Wiig. the full like what she looks like? It's cheetah. Yeah, I have. I think it looks. Cool. It looks cool, but bitch, just because you look cool, don't mean a movie cool. True. Fucking, I'm trying to think of a movie. <laughs> There's a lot of movies where you're like, that looks cool, but then it wasn't cool. So I'm, I'm or a like, concerned. or like a Transformers fucking Dinobots, yeah. where the Dinobots are in it for 20 minutes yeah. and the movie's three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> But yeah, that I, I think that's really all the I think that's all the news, news. stuff. Um, Have well, you watched anything recently? Well, I sat you, Blue, and Joseph down mm-hmm. this weekend. What did we watch? We watched Yojimbo, the Akira Kurosawa classic, and it was phenomenal. Did you pick up? And we, this is something that has to come come yeah. out. 
because of where we're at right now, did you pick up how much of the Ahsoka episode they pulled so from much. Yojimbo? Because I actually, I love it. I love, I love it. it. No, it was amazing. I had to catch up with all of Star Wars, so I just caught up. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm so here for it. Ahsoka was amazing. After watching that episode and then watching Yojimbo, it was really nice. And then starting because it's Ghost a samurai Tsushima. movie. Yeah, it's literally mm-hmm. samurai. Samurai. I'm movie. so happy you're playing Ghost too. Now I'm playing Ghost. Like it's nice to be able. Oh, I'm playing Ghost and Red Dead at the same time. So I get that western and I get that samurai and they just go like hand in, in hand. Star Wars, <laughs> where you had Mando and Ahsoka and that whole fight scene where. Ahsoka was fighting late. Oh, this is spoiler. Don't, Fuck don't, don't, don't yet. Don't yet. Because okay. Yeah, that was just good. It was yeah. great. I loved it. It was. I. I'm here for the samurai journey, and I think even in my personal life, I'm kind of going on that little, little little thing. I feel like you're going to do a version of what I did I think this I summer. Am. I think I am. <laughs> I will tell you that now. I'm very sure I am. Photo mode. You better be doing. I it. will. I will. I'm gonna get my hands down with it. I'm still working on the controls. Not being able to target on people is kind of fuck with me a little bit, but. I'm gonna get it. Like I've only, I literally just put my dad to rest. So like I'm still in my flashback. Mm. Yeah. So I'm about to. I'm jumping back into like tonight when I play. I'll be jumping back in the game. I know exactly where you are. Yeah. Damn. Okay. (laughs) Damn. Okay. Shit. If you think you have been through the hard point, it is just the. I was gonna say I know it's just, I can only imagine. It's, it's just like, the tip of the ice, boy. Jesus, but I'm here for it. I'm really here for it. I love that the gameplay feels smooth. The it's kind of Batman up. combat. It does yeah. have a little bit of Batman combat. I had a friend of mine tell me that it was like he got turned off of it because he was, he heard it was akin to Dark Souls, and I was like, it's not though. Like not at all. I think people just throw that out all the time. I think Dark Souls is just like you know everything. Chasing Dark Souls chicken, and Demon Souls you know? are their own thing. Like yeah. Star Wars, the last one that came out. That was kind of, like, the difficulty style was a little, like, Dark Souls. Because, like, none of the hitboxes fucking worked. And it was <laughs> faster than you. So, yes, it was, like, Dark Souls. And it was bullshit. Because fuck you, dumb, cunt, red-ass, hair-ass Jedi that can't do a goddamn thing. He's got a really cool action figure, though. He does. Cool I love it. action figure. But fuck the game. Fuck that game. It's a terrible fucking game. It's not great. It's cool for Star Wars. But I just downloaded fucking Star Wars Power Battles from the PlayStation 1. And that shit's better than that shit. Go suck my dick. Fuck you. Suck on my dick. Suck on my dick. You kind of went to Joey Diaz for a second. <laughs> Fuck you, cocksucker. Fuck you, cocksucker, and suck my dick. You do oh. Joey Diaz a lot better than I do. Oh, my God. So, I was listening to fucking Rogan recently, because I listened to... He had a new one with uh, some experts on aliens and UFOs I'm and here shit. for that. I need that, to listen it's a, to that. It's great. And and what's cool is... um I don't think you've seen the movie yet, but there's a French uh, scientist in... Steven Spielberg's movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, I have seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Such a good movie. The dude in this interview is the one who Spielberg based the French character on. What? Yeah, nice. he says that. Like he actually, I think, met Spielberg a couple times. Nice. But yeah, um, great episode. But then the Bill Burr one. It's funny. I love see- hearing Bill Burr as happy as he is. I'm very excited to listen to that episode. But uh, he, when it, but he was talking to Bill Burr about something, Joey Diaz got brought up, and fucking uh, Rogan just rolled into this like 25 second dead on impersonation of fucking Joey Diaz. Really? He's like, let me tell you Joe Rogan. <laughs> and like, I, like I, I want you to like, let me know when you've listened to I will. it. Because I definitely it's will. So like, he's just like, I don't, it's like every goddamn day, you know, <laughs> that kind of fucking shit. And it just makes me want him to get Joey Diaz back on the podcast again. So he can just be like, I, I can see him coming in and Joe's just like, so 
You've been freezing your ass up in New Jersey because he moved to New Jersey because everybody's like vacating LA right now. Yeah. I can see Joey Diaz being, I froze my nuts off, cocksucker. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm trying to think what, yeah, because I've been doing the Mando stuff too, but I, I we're kind of waiting to talk about Mando until after I finish the boys. We're going to yeah. do a special episode next season. But, um, yeah, I'm trying. I've been watching the shit out of Cosmos. Like, yeah, you're like about the, that. the, um, uh, uh, Space Time Voyage is the original one. Um, Space, it, I've watched the second one. I watched the two Neil deGrasse Tyson ones because I've read Carl Sagan's book. Okay. And, um, I love the first one, or, or, or I love the first Neil deGrasse Tyson one so much. I have it on Blu ray. I've watched it a million times. But I've been watching the one that came out over the summer. It's fucking good. It's possible worlds. It's okay. basically like, okay, here's where the direction things are going in. Here's the informed facts we have with everything. Here's the informed speculation. Mm-hmm. It's fucking nuts. Like, basically, he was talking about how, basically, if an alien species came down to Earth, how would they distinguish us from the other, other animals? animals? Yeah. We are so fucking alike other animals. There are some animals that are more empathetic than we are. I can see that. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> but see, like it, it's these uh, macaque monkeys over in Asia. Mm. But uh, I just go through all this crazy shit. It's fucking mind-boggling, and just I could also I could just listen to Neil deGrasse Tyson read the phone book. Hey. He, has, he has such a relaxing voice. No, I need to listen to him. I need, I've never watched any of this stuff. You never I've seen never Cosmos? Watched. No. Uh-uh. Okay, the first one is well, not the Carl Sagan one, but the first Neil deGrasse Tyson one. It's on um, Disney Plus. Okay, I and heard there's it was like, on Disney Plus. I think Plus. there's something like ten episodes. It like put it on at night okay. when you're winding down and you want a little physics lecture before you pass. Out. Nice. Okay, I'm dead for that because I usually watch great. like hour long YouTube videos that just people talking about some shit. Um, the right opinion just really, no, not the right opinion. Jay Aubrey. Featuring the right opinion, just released a new YouTube video. I'm all here for it. Um, what have I watched? I finished watching fucking Lovecraft Country. I need to see it. Is Fuck it good? that show. I hate that goddamn really? show. Really? It's not. I mean, it's good. It's it's pretty good, but I hate it. It's so stupid. It's not stupid. I'm conflicted. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so confused. I'm so conflicted. It's a, it's a fun watch. I do not enjoy horror, but I, there was some cool stuff about it. Um, Did this Cthulhu actually show up? No, no. Um, and this really? is just the first season. This is also just the first season. Well, do they have any sort of monsters? Yeah, they have monsters <gasps> and stuff. You so should definitely watch okay, it for okay. the supernatural elements. The overall story, I think, is stupid. Um, I mean, it makes sense, but for me, it's just stupid. So. That's kind of how I felt with Watchmen. <sighs> the, the show? The, I didn't watch the show. The, I wasn't going to watch the show. Well, I love the movie. Yeah. And I think the movie does the ending better than the book Oh, does. yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I'll die on that hill. But... Uh, I, I think the show... Wanted is better than the comics. I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> I've never Wanted read the comics. Wanted is so much better than the fucking comics. But uh, with the sh- with the sh- HBO series, it's very well made. Mm. It's very... You can tell by the how it's written, the people who made it adore that comic. Yeah. And I respect that. Mm. I don't like what they did with doc- Dr. Manhattan fucking uh, Black Mana mm-hmm. from Aquaman it? plays him. He plays Dr. Manhattan. Spoilers. Okay. It's been out for like a fucking year. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, he plays Dr. Manhattan. He does a great job. Mm. I just don't like how they do his character. Yeah. And, and everyone um, does a great job in the show, but I just don't like how they wrote shit. Well, it's my just... biggest problem, and I talked to I talked to a guy at um, fucking Oxford Comics mm. about this. I think the Watchmen show was great. I don't think it needed to be Watchmen. Yeah. The the one thing is Jeremy Irons is the definitive Adrian Veidt, like Ozymandias. Nice. He is fucking hilarious jeremy irish played him that's amazing well in in the show he doesn't play him in the movie but it's like yeah he plays him he does him so like to the like 
tip perfectly. Yeah. It's it, it's it's hilarious. Like it, like he's funny, he's he's serious, he's tragic, he's mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah. He's all these different things, but it's just like the whole time like I just want a series about him. Yeah. And the episodes where he's the most prominent are my favorites. Yeah. But it kind of gets dragged out. And I've, I've noticed that with a lot of the HBO shows. To they me, get everything dragged gets, out. Yeah, everything gets dragged out, especially hour-long TV shows. Because you always have to fill in with all this stupid, dumb emotional And they have like shit. 20 episodes yeah. of an hour. Oh, really? Do you need 20 hours to tell a fucking so story? Fucking, no, not Watchmen. I'm just saying no, in general. Yeah, but for like Lovecraft Country, is six episodes. I know I missed like three and four, I think. Or no, no, no I missed like two and three, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's cool. I, my criticisms are more so with the state of the industry and with black people being taking us and the giving us stories. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything is always, whenever it has to do with black people, we're always either during the civil rights era or it has to be during, like, slavery or some shit. And they did the Tulsa shit. Like the that? Tulsa Massacre, where it's like... um Yeah, they did. And it was, they did Well, they did that Watchmen, and they did a really did good they? job. It was very tasteful. It was very sensitive. But, and they, what I love about it is they incorporated it into... Okay, can I spoil some shit for you? Yeah. Do you know remember who Hooded Justice is from Not the original really. Minutemen? He's mm. the guy that like here. Um, let me pull a picture. But basically, he's one of the original Minutemen, one of the original Watchmen. Not the ones, you know, the ones, the old people mm. that like kind of mentored the the characters in the movie and then the book and shit. Um, they give him an origin story because uh, he always they they did like before the before Watchmen comics where they kind of did um you know a little bit about him and everything yeah but they actually did like a full-blown origin story for him in the series it is that to me that is the best watchman i have ever seen Mm. this is the guy yeah i remember him so i don't even want to tell you all the details with it because i want you to experience it because when i saw i was like oh my god like because it's like it has to do with it's very timely with everything that's going on too and it's just like they respect the source material and my thing is it's like they add to it and they basically they go over here and they tell a side story but it does not interfere with the other stuff and mm. i really like that it's so well done and they like i said the tulsa massacre is part of his origin story yeah and it's in- fucking incredible yeah and so they do that it's in the last episode and that's cool. the tulsa thing is in yeah i believe it's tulsa and fucking in lovecraft lovecraft country, country yeah yeah, they do. They're gonna hit that twice they in like that, two years. Till. Jesus they Christ! They do that. They do Emmett Till. They did something else. Like it's fucking wild. Like the so the level just, of creativity. Like, every horrible thing that's ever every, happened. To every black horrible people. thing that's happened to black people. Let's just fucking show it to them again. And it's so fucking stupid. And it's so goddamn annoying and exhausting. And like, there's no for me. Like, there was no real fucking payoff. And I know it's just the first season, but I don't want to see and sit and watch the fucking second season. Another criticism I have is like everybody's fucking half naked. Everybody's fucking. You just see titties, 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 titties. I'm here for titties. But like when the black girl, there's this whole storyline with her that I thought was interesting, and they could have done a lot more with it. They did do a lot with it, but like whenever you see the black woman half naked, she's like bloody and all this shit. Like, and it's like, okay, we're gonna look at these white ladies naked all the time. Why do we have to look at these black people and or this black lady like just in bloody shit, like? And like in sexual situations where it's just blood and nastiness, like the fuck. It's like why is it the lesser? That's weird. yeah. It's I. Uh, you have to. I can tell you about it if you if I if you want me to no, tell you about I, it. I do want to. But watch if you it, do want to, I think it. you'll I think you'll definitely enjoy it. You'll probably get way more out of it than I do. But again, listener, as someone that doesn't care for much TV, it's it's good. It's very entertaining, um, and they do touch on a lot of shit. It's just not for me. No, I got you. Yeah. And, and, 
And one thing, I and because we're about to segue into the main hey. thing of our episode, but one thing that I've really learned a lot this year is about like kind of, uh, I guess it's time to dive into the meat and potatoes of this episode. Hey. It's it, and I do want to weave in some like Christmas shit into this since this mm-hmm. is technically our Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, twenty twenty has been a year of hardship and growth. Yeah, a lot of and, growth. I think listeners, you will have probably heard in some capacity that, you know, we have gone through our own journeys with this in some form or fashion all year. Yeah. And I say, let's just unpack that shit. Like, here's my starting question for you. Yes. How different do you feel the person you are now versus who you were in January? January is a little punk bitch. No, (laughs) No, January Jeremiah was this kid. That Lulu is this kid that was hurting and trying to figure out his own shit. But he was hurting, but he knew he was like, there was more for him. And he had to get to that point. Uh, and so he was really just like trying to find knowledge and trying to find peace and heal from the big event that had happened literally on the 6th of January. I remember the day. I remember the entire evening. or the entire morning. I remember the day afterwards. It was wild. I remember the week after that. And then the three weeks after that. And you then should be doing Arthur Morgan. Like yeah, that. oh, this is like Jeremiah doing Arthur Morgan without the voice. Like, <laughs> good God. Uh, and then running into February and then all this bullshit. So there was a lot of... The Jeremiah back then was... He was vibing. That's literally what I used to say all the time at the beginning of the year. And I still say... We have an day. episode called Vibing. We do, we do. And I was just vibing without intention. And I had to learn how to vibe with intention. Because when I vibed without intention in my process of finding healing, I got hurt more. And mm. then I hurt myself more and I put myself in situations that were not the healthiest. I hurt myself uh, today. I hurt myself today. To Multiple weeks and months, lives. dumb bitch. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I ended up going on a ski trip and the ski trip was a, it was an eye opener to the level of the humanity. What capability of people, like what we, what we can do. Um, and that really showed me, I was like, okay, cool. You can function around all this craziness and still be who you are. And like, who is this Jeremiah Mm -hmm. that can be around all this and not necessarily like indulge with these things and these people and all this stuff, but still hold to himself. Yeah. And so going from there to learning how to love yourself before you hurt yourself as a very dear friend said to me on March 15th, 16th, March 16th. It's the dear friend, I think it is. It is a dear friend. You I know. met him. Yes, you did. Yes. You did meet him. I yes, was I like, did. oh, yes, I yes, did. yes, you did. We're, we're going to have him on at some point. Yes. Oh, my. Ah! The okay. recording didn't stop. That's good. did not. Yes. Fucking so, Thomas Wayne Batman and McFarlane Cyborg fell over. And so that was March 16th and then leading into quarantine, which led me on my path of solitude in the Jeremiah's house by himself. And going back to the very beginning of birth, and even before birth, with the stories of, like, family and stuff, and seeing that I've always been, I am, I am who I am, and I've always been that person, but I've been, I kind of, like, I adapt to my situations and things like that, but if you put yourself in terrible situations, you adapt to those situations. And you take that as a normal, you take that as but normal, it's not a normal, but it's not a normal yeah. thing, yeah. So being able to make sure you have, what is my base normality what is what do i want to be the base normality and what do i want to what's healthy for me what's base level healthy mm-hmm. and then grow from there that was a the whole thing and then going from the first 10 years of my life writing all that stuff down 
and seeing like who I was and seeing the power of a child having to go through these different traumas and having to understand them and grow from that. And then going from being alone to being injected back into my friend groups within like social distancing with each other and, and seeing losing some people and kicking some people away and seeing how what the fuck is life with who am I how can I be myself alongside other people mm-hmm. and then and who's gonna be there for and you and not be, make you compromise yes and not make me compromise mm-hmm. because then that led into after George Floyd got killed and then the the civil I can't I don't wanna call it the, the niggas is upset I can't call it, <laughs> I'm not gonna call it civil unrest niggas is upset cause you fucking killing us and having to deal with the blackness of myself and Finding that identity. Finding that identity because I'm never feeling a part of that community even though that is who I am and understanding that you can't define what is black because I am black, bitch. Suck my fucking dick. Both my parents black. I ain't a half-blood like Obama. Eat my ass. Don't eat my ass. But but getting to that point. Yes, yes, yes. It's like eat my ass but only if you got all the Spider-Man and the (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So having to go through that and really, this was a very intellectually heavy year, I would Fucking, like to say. That's like the understatement of the decade. Yeah. Holy like, shit. So much like internal growth had to happen. Um, and then going from that and then understanding who I was as a person and as a person of being black, just me, I'm me, I'm black. Like, I don't care if I don't listen to all of your shit and all, fuck y'all, y'all can suck my dick. Uh, you know who you are. You know what your your, not, I don't want to say places with like your, with that being like the your like the black side of you. But yeah. it's like not that that's a side. You know. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. But I it's like mean. you you found, you found your own understanding of each of these different aspects of who you yes. are, and you found what your place is within them, and, one and of the you're things, confident and, co- and content with and content that. with it. One of the things that I found because I've always been someone that compartmental compartmentalizes, but understanding that the compartmentalization is okay because it is all one thing. Fucking A. Holy shit. Yeah. So if you understand that, you can go... So it's like a car. It's a fucking car, but you have to fix the light sometimes. You have to fix the gas sometimes. You have to do these little things to get this whole one whole thing Routine maintenance. Routine maintenance. And so from getting that and and then understanding the power that I had. Like my grandmother passed away and going home for the funeral and helping out family with that. And then doing the six episodes of Perspectives. Um, Which he has edited the last one. I have edited the last episode. I think I'm going to, the way I'm telling this is going to be like, it's going to be like, you can go listen to these two because they're both coming out at the end of the year. So, um, being able to have all that and see the power that I held and the responsibility because I had all this ability, I had the responsibility to be a better person, to take care of things and people with boundaries not learning how to say no more Mm -hmm. like holding my ground like i would love to do this but i don't feel like i can do this or i don't don't feel like i want to do this yeah and then leading into fucking jesus or like right after my grandmother died there was like there's this whole thing that happened that was really beautiful and like it's super amazing i'm really excited to see where that goes and it's just like it's yeah, it's <laughs> all over my wall. Like, it it is beautiful, and not like is, with a black light. Yeah, no, <laughs> not with a black light. Um, and oh, so God. getting to see that grow into a thing, and coming into a different version of myself to be within that situation, 
I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it is very much these are the next steps of life. And I can see like my future continuing on with this person. And so being being in love is wild. And it's very okay. yeah, it's very it's nice. And so And to know what it is. And to know what it is and to know it's a healthy love. Because you asked me last year what it was. And I, I thought it was this year. Did you, I ask you twice? You asked me twice. What the fuck? So last year you asked me when you're still with Leah. Oh god, don't And I I didn't feel like we were at the point yet where I could just be like, bitch, you don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's what I would have said in hindsight. <laughs> but th- this thing now, yeah. That's yeah. That's real. Yeah. And so and even in conversations and things like that and in my own time by myself seeing that like I do want to like continue there's a new part of me there's a new part of me that I want to explore and grow into and I'm really excited to do that and I'm really excited to do it alongside this woman because I love her and she has my heart all right um and so yeah that was is amazing so to have that that led from June to the end of the year has been something that's been allowing me to like hold on to something else in the future that is right here now instead of mm-hmm. just planning for the future and then september or august into september uh, understanding that okay you have this responsibility you have this power you have this thing to look forward to in the future now it's time to continue to work like not just like work like physically work but like work on yourself work and build these things i used to smoke mad cigarettes and then october i was able to quit i've been i've not smoked cigarettes oh I quit smoking cigarettes October 3rd, mm-hmm. and, like, it's two and a half months. He stuck to it. Yeah, it's fucking wild. I'll have one every once in a while, but, like, that's very, like, now it's, like, I can't even remember the last well, time the, I had one. The way I see it now, and I'm not saying this in a way, like, trying to glorify it. Yeah, yeah. But the way I see it now is it went from something you had to have to function. Oh, for real. To it being, really like, this is the, this is, a you know, a nice glass of, like, whiskey or scotch. Yeah, yeah. After, like, you know an accomplishment it's a delicacy yeah it is definitely a delicacy like it, it's a cigar yeah it's like it's, i'm going it's like i have earned this i'm mm-hmm. going to sit down and have a cigar yeah uh and so in october was october was a huge month because it was quitting smoking and then taking over at my job in a new capacity and like running that shit and doing it well yeah and you uh, ran and doing, shit fucking, yeah you like, ran shit. shit like that was wild let, let then, me tell you like i'm gonna i'm gonna just in, inject mm, here for a second ahead, this man and me are planning to produce not just a podcast, mm. and you have also been a very helpful hand with a number of personal projects I've done recently. Mm. You know, you, you've helped facilitate my movie. Mm. Um, you helped with my grandfather's short. You helped with, even though it's not done yet at this point. Yeah. Um, my dad's thing. You've helped with all these various things, but like this coming year. We're gonna start firing on all sim- cylinders. We're yeah. gonna produce like our first like non-documentary, non like let's make an emotional video yeah. type fucking thing. We fuck it. We're making a samurai movie, yeah. and it's gonna be badass. It's I'm so finishing exciting. writing it now, but it's just like the reason I bring up all this shit is because this man ran all the shit that he did in October. I saw him a handful of times, yeah, but for the most part, he was doing his shit coming home and getting to bed and that was one of and the you th- did that and the thing is you're my point is you're gonna be like a legit producer oh for sure and one of the things I mean, th- that yeah, like that to me just solidified and i that. had to i had to do what i did 
at the beginning of the month, I told a bunch of people, I was like, you're probably not going to see me this month because I'm going to be fucking crazy busy. But I knew I had to have my handful of people that I could still see and relax with. And it was you, Joseph, Blue, Jackie, and Anissa. Like, those are the people. And Jackson, I live with him. So, like, yeah. hanging out with him all the time. So, like, it was beautiful to be able to buckle down and cut things out, but still have the nece- the necessities. And that's one of the things that I found out during quarantine was, like, you know how to be alone. How do you be alone or how do you be with people and get the optimal energy because I'm such an extrovert I have to have that especially when I'm working because mm-hmm. it just makes me fucking crazy <laughs> angry like I'm shoot some people but um getting to that point of having like okay I know I have to do this and buckle down these are the things that I need so that I can flow through it in a really good way and then November I don't last that was last month I haven't even processed November November was a month, I, and that it does. It feels like it's still November. It does. It really does. It's I was the, thinking about that last night. Yeah, it's the ninth, and it still feels like it's November. Yeah, it really Christmas does. Christmas is fucking three fifteen weeks. days. Fifteen. Fuck me. Sixteen days. Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So like, this year. How has this year been so fucking slow and yet so and yet fucking so fast. fucking fast? Because it doesn't. It feels like. Because we've been in our houses and like going up hiking and like I've been, I've it's been, an, it's been an anime arc. It, it really has, and that, <laughs> yeah, it really has. Like the anime, like ah, oh, I'm gonna have to like make a playlist with anime music for my year. Like I really have to because like I've been listening to like Pain and Stalking again. Like I love their music. So, oh my gosh, I need to like add. What's um? Dang, 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 I run and run a thousand miles and I'm barely breathing. Or on High School Host Club. Mm. Oh my god. I need to go back and watch that show. But, like, this year has very much been... It's just been a real journey with multiple, 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 multiple arcs. And I think with the virus happening and being... Everyone kind of being on their own and in their own little bubbles and circles. I think as we go into life moving forward we'll be able to see the arcs even clearer now because we've had the time to sit the fuck down and see this is what's happening right now how do i process this how do i function with this what do i want to go with this what do i need to stay away from what do i need to do and then move forward but still being able to look back on okay that's what this was that's what this was that's what this was just being able to process things and canonize it within yourself and so that's what this year has been it has been canonizing jeremiah uh in my entirety in life and within the summer because I did the photo book uh, I, I'm going to finish it um, hopefully before the end of the year but I'm still going to add some more pictures like I'm not done with it yeah. even though I thought I was done I was like no there's I have to add the the bookend like the prologue or the epilogue I have to add the epilogue of these are the pictures of the people that you see in my life throughout the summer but now you get to see what happened towards the end of the year and you get to see their stories through photo ending in really different beautiful ways some people are still going on journeys some people's arcs have ended and they're going on their next one but it's such i don't know it's uh it's uh, this year's been a lot and i'm so fucking tired <laughs> it's like i'm tired but it's a good tired yeah i uh i have another question for you yes and this is one maybe you need to think about for a second okay i want you to name five specific things you are proud of for accomplishing this year. yes I can. I'll, I'll take you a second. Think on that. Yeah. Okay. But let you go ahead and start talking about yours, and I'm actually gonna write them down while you talk. Okay. Um. I guess for me, this year has been about really that last. Fuck you. That last. That last transition point between like young adult adolescence kind of shit mm-hmm. into like 
becoming a man. Mm-hmm. Mazel tov. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, uh, without without the Jewish part. But, um, yeah, it's just something where, at the beginning of the year, I would say I was broken. Mm-hmm. I was, like, broken down to my bare minimum. I was like, it was like a, it was like a stone that had been thrown in the river and left there for a long time. It had been smoothed out. Mm-hmm. And there was no coarseness to it. So, a little more samurai shit right there. But, uh, no, like, that's why I felt like is it's just, like, I had no foundation. I was just, like, I was losing my mind. I had attempted to take my own life twice. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a... Okay, I was in a toxic friendship or relationship or whatever you want to call it. Not, like, relationship, yeah. relationship. But um, it was just something where... I had, I had hammered a year and a half of my life into trying to get Raul off the ground, and I didn't stop to think, am I ready for this? Like, really ready for this? Not like in some superficial, like, oh, am I old enough? But it's just yeah. like, can do I have the mental, emotional, and like, just general capacity to handle something of that gravity? I think I, I was close, mm-hmm. but I had some growing I still had to do, and because of covid the movie would have gotten shut down anyway mm-hmm. so it's kind of a blessing in disguise i'm not saying like two hundred fifty thousand people dying is like yeah. you know god telling me that yeah. this is not the time <laughs> you know, none of that fucking bullshit you know I'm, I'm not arrogant enough to think like you know well god does these things to make you learn shit it's like nah i don't know about that anyway my my point is is that i had to learn boundaries I had to learn to stop living for other people or what other people's expectations were and live for what I wanted. I had to get into the driver's seat of my own life. That's kind of been the, that's been the the line I've been summarizing everything with is I had to get in the driver's seat of my own life. And so I started by kind of really truly solidifying that it's like, yeah, the working relationship I had was not a healthy one. Mm Mm-hmm good people i love them dearly i don't wish anything bad on them and they're incredibly talented creative individuals with some truly visionary ideas yeah we just don't vibe well Mm -hmm. and that was something i really had to arrive at this year was that you know we're just we either that or we are just not in the same sync in terms of where we are and i i think it's a combination of both Mm -hmm. but so it was addressing that it was addressing the fact that I have lacked a serious amount of self-confidence and self-ability to, like, you know, be basically stand behind myself, big. Like, you got this. I haven't had that ever, or if I did, it was when I was a little kid, and you know, it, it's long gone in that form now, long gone. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I. Uh, I had to I had to face my inner demons I guess. You you talked about this when we were watching um Avatar again. As you said it was like you know facing the 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 dark avatar part yeah. in a way. And that that's kind of or the inner darkness with me. Holy you. shit, I totally forgot. I was yeah. on that whole thing like earlier this year oh, yeah. and like late last year is like addressing the monster within yourself because once you understand the power that he holds because it is a part of you and it is you once you can take that energy and put it towards other things holy shit yeah it's uh i it's, really haven't that that's something i've definitely lived this year it's like not that one 
it's like this man right here. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, I, what I'm I'm holding my Logan figure, which is. I am going to go out on the limb and say this is my favorite figure of the year, even if objectively there's certain things about it that aren't the best. Mm-hmm. This was easily the most emotionally gratifying thing I got this year because it was like, I made a custom one when the movie came out. Yeah. It's my favorite of the X-Men movies, yeah. even though it's kind of its own thing. But, uh, and, and when I got this too, it was like, I, I pre-ordered it a while ago, but when I finally got it, was when it, it's almost like I had to go through all this stuff to get this and this is like my prize at the end of it along with a mm-hmm. bunch of other like this is just like a little manifestation of a prize but it's like I have some other incredible stuff that you know about that's coming into fruition that I'm not going to say on the podcast yet yeah. but um yeah, yeah. It, yeah. you know I, basically I had these I had these milestones that I wanted to achieve and some I realized I'm not ready for yet or mm-hmm. I, I need to do more work before I get there but then the other ones were like the timing wasn't right Mm. but funny enough while i haven't checked off all the things i wanted to do before the end of the year i did way more than i thought Mm -hmm. i had to you know the other big thing and thank you for being there for this is just having to really face Mm. my dad being gone for two fucking decades and that like really absorbed the gravity of like you know he's never coming back Mm -hmm. but i have to be able to accept that yeah. and it, it's just it's like it's like we said Boy, how, oh what? god and you were on the episode of acceptance too yeah i just re- i listened to it again uh oh really yeah like a couple weeks ago jesus christ that was and matt wasn't like intended to be on that episode but he came with me to visit our friend i lane. just wanted to see lane and i know <laughs> i know i know but it, it turned out so beautiful yeah, it, it it was meant to happen, and I'm very appreciative of that. And I'm so glad that you both were able to tackle the same the same subject from different perspectives. And yeah, for all of us to have experienced loss, and also in our own ways, experience like getting something new, um, like a rebirth, like it's a like, rebirth. Yeah, it's like a it's like a rebirth or like a phoenix kind of thing. I yeah, mean, I know that's like the phoenix things what everybody says, but it really that's really how I felt this year. Is it's like I had to go through a metamorphosis Mm -hmm. and that's why i've really felt this year is it's like i had to take what i was go into my shell Mm -hmm. and then now i have to come out and like be like who i really am Mm -hmm. and like with the 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 the, i had the word god damn it where was it um what what is okay ghost the fucking thing that you charge up and you can do more attacks or it's like that's how you heal yourself yet Oh, okay, well, there's a there's a thing. It, it's earlier on in the game, but it's like, oh, I had to build up my resolve. Ah, uh, yes. And how perfect that that also manifested in the form of ghost, mm-hmm. which is like that's literally a quality of the game. You use that to heal yourself or to do special attacks and everything. It's just like everything. It's like even though there was hardship, mm-hmm. there was this like kind of beautiful synchronization of like that and enlightenment yeah i know that's i don't know it's been hard but it feels good like i feel like i've arrived at the point that i am now mm-hmm. and i'm content mm-hmm. i know that there is still work to be done mm-hmm. but like i can stand up for myself now yeah 
I'm not taking people's shit. Shit. I'm not afraid to cut motherfuckers out of my life. This summer when me and you at a GameStop? Boy, I forgot about that. I forgot about... That was the summer? That was the summer. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. How the fuck does this year feel so slow and then so fast? Yeah, I I could not tell you. I I just know that like this year has been probably the most important year of my life. Absolutely. In a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, where are your answers? You think of yours. The first one, five things I've accomplished this year. Motherfucker. I moved and I created a beautiful space. I moved literally in the middle of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and doing that was, it was not as stressful on mind as I thought it would be. Um, and then being able to create the oasis, my bedroom, it's such a beautiful fucking thing. And I don't move my room around every three months like I probably talked about last season. Well, because you're finding your space I'm and finding you're my happy sp- with it. I, me and my friend were talking and we did, he, we did, tr- don't cut that out. Um, he was like, Jeremiah, you have, I've seen you grow and you are like a tree and you have branches that reach out into different little aspects of life. But this is the root. Like this is the, this is the root of who I'm going to be for the next several years. Mm-hmm. And then number two, being seen as a man by my family. When my grandmother passed away, I've always been someone's like, I can do this shit. I can do this shit. But like everyone's just like, you're a kid, shut the fuck up. And it's like, no, bitch, I can actually do this shit. And so being able to be around my extended family who I hadn't seen in years and to be able to help, being able to command so much. Can I quote Lord of the Rings to describe you can. this? You can. Authority is not given to you to deny the return of the king. Yeah. Yeah, is that's what that yeah, moment was. It was very much like, <laughs> y'all, I'm here to help. What the fuck do you need? And if you don't see, this is where you need help in. I can assist you in getting to getting you but to you see. But you will respect but, me. Yeah, like I'm here to help y'all, and then get the fuck out because I got other shit I got to take care of. And while I was there, I was taking care of other shit back here in Atlanta because I'm a fucking boss. Holy shit, I totally forgot about that. That's a whole side story. Mm-hmm. Um, three, um, setting boundaries and cutting things out of my life. That has been a Removing real toxicity. Removing toxicity. And that popped up as you said that. Because I've done so much. And I don't know what... I don't think I had any like written down accomplishments for this year. But it was very much... I've done so much. But being able to set boundaries and cut ties where they need to be cut. And if I need to bring them back, I can do that. If necessary. But as for me and my household, bitch, we sitting the fuck right here. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm on my own path. Uh, and then number four, being giving a healthy love and nourishing it, learning and seeing the work that it takes to be in this relationship and understanding what's necessary and taking action to preserve it, to protect it, to do all these things. Like stepping up. To s- stepping up to make sure that this is something that I greatly value and I'm going to protect it at all costs. Suck my fucking dick. <laughs> uh, and then number five, um, myself. I've accomplished myself to a greater extent. I'm always going to be doing that, but the level of just internal growth and experiences, Jesus, this year I've experienced a lot and just being able to know how I function even better than I did before and seeing how I function in certain situations and certain just crazy shit and how Mm -hmm. to be able to, Oh my God, my sister coming up here for Atlanta, being able to like run shit. That, like... You are a man who runs shit. I've accomplished myself. And this is number six. I did write number six because you're talking. (laughs) 
And this goes back to like buying figures and shit because I didn't buy much this year. But I did buy fucking Kingpin. <laughs> and I got to finish my goddamn Spider-Man fucking panorama of characters. And it's the it's this Kingpin it's from the animated Kingpin series. from the animated series and all my figures. Most of them, not all of them, but they're all characters that showed up in the animated series. So I look at it as the Spider-Man the animated series like panorama. It's your Spider-Man. It is. And I was I was sitting here because I just finished playing Miles Morales. Oh, I didn't talk about that? I don't need to. I'll talk about that next season. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, just all the different, like, I, I'm going to sit down and be like, this is what this character is in my life. This we is need to do character. video about it. I should, I should. And me as Peter Parker, and then I have my Spider-Man, and then I have my symbiote. Like, that, those are all parts of me. Like, that's all of me. But, yeah, like, that's something that I've been waiting for for a long time. I didn't realize how much it meant to me, and that's why it's sitting above my closet. And it's right there. Your pantheon. Yeah, like, this Your is Your Greek pantheon. Holy shit, this goes back to me being a kid, like wanting all the figures and shit like that. And, my, and getting the figures from my grandfather and my mom, throwing them all away because she's like, these are terrible toys and all this stuff. They're demons and shit like that. And then to grow up and then to have it all and then to be like, no, this is what I enjoy and this is cool and I respect it. And being able to finally have everything and more so than what I thought I would want to And it kid. informs yes. who you are. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Y'all should play Spider Man Miles Morales. It's pretty fucking good. It's pretty fucking great. I'm not going to say it's good. It's fucking good. It's fucking great. It's really good. <laughs> y'all, y'all, this man, and we. I want us to touch on it mm-hmm. later on, but this man, I came over and he said, you know, I don't like saying this because everybody makes it a fucking thing now. Sure. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I cried the moment where I see a little, this, this black kid put on a fucking Spider-Man suit and he's a superhero. It, no, it was specifically, specifically when Miles gets his own suit. When he puts his own suit and he's like still not very solid in his cell. This goes into my growth of the year. Playing that game made me cry because there's a point where Spider or Peter or Miles gets his suit, like his suit after Peter's trained him and given him his shit, and Peter's out and like Genki's, hashtag not my Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Hashtag hardcore hashtag not my Peter Parker. <laughs> um, but he's like he's talking to Genki. He's like, but the other Spider Man, the other Spider Man. Genki's like, no bitch, you are Spider Man. You are the Spider Man. And taking on that mantle of, yeah, I am this thing. I am. I am that I am, bitch. Like, don't What's up, Danger? Me. Like, what's up, Danger? Like, oh my god. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And then not have to mod a game to play as a black character is fucking cool, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ. That was amazing. Oh my god. And I'm not someone that's like, oh, I need to be represented in everything. But that was fucking But amazing. I could tell that meant a lot It to did. You. And I didn't know how much it was. I didn't know going into it how much it was going to mean to me. And oh my god. I can't wait to play it again. That's uh, kind of like how with Ghost, um, in a different way, um, how there is, you know, there's this part, you know, his spoilers, but you already know this, mm-hmm. his father's dead. Mm-hmm. And there's a part later on the game, well, I've told you about this yeah. part before, but it's like where you actually visit your father's grave. Yeah. And it was like, like I got the game the day after the whole thing. Was oh, yeah, yeah. It I came out the day that. before. Yeah. And I got like either the day, yeah, I think I got it on the 19th of July. And, um, and just to kind of have this amazing experience where, first of all, I just gotten into Kurosawa films and Yojimbo and Toshiro Mifune became like my new fucking hero. Yeah. And to be able to play this game where I can, I'm, I can call back to that. Like I have my black Ronin robes mm-hmm. that look just like Mifune's mm-hmm. with his fucking sword and his five o'clock shadow. Yep. But I get to do my own version of that yeah. was incredible. And then, like I said, with the emotional things that the character yeah. was going through alongside me was very 
powerful. And even with The Last of Us 2, there were elements of yeah. that too. But really with Ghost, there's just like... <sighs> and you know, it's like, I don't have to I don't have to mod a game or go through like a bunch of hours of bullshit to get this. It's like, no, I earned this. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's just the game thing. But I guess to answer your question about like the five accomplishments this year... See, I wasn't cool like you where I whipped out a notebook and wrote this shit down. I'm, act I'm having to free ball it right now. So, uh, I have thought about this, though. Um, the most obvious one is I'm glad that I was able to deal with and accept my father being gone for 20 years. Mm. Having to accept the fact that, you know, having to allow him to be who he is in my life and in my hard and all that shit but it's like learn from him mm -hmm. as well as accept the fact that there's a lot of imperfections with those this like you know the whole thing with the tape mm -hmm. and lane lane confirmed me there was nothing on the tape oh really yeah damn but you know the thing is it's like I, what was really powerful about that moment was the fact that and i've told you about this before i think i've mentioned on the podcast before but you know i had geared up ready to listen to my father's funeral service i wanted it to be like you know it's it's almost like one of those moments like you know and I don't know, i'm picturing like you know civil war when peggy carter dies oh, yeah. and someone just slips in the back and it's like i want to be there like i don't know when there, it wasn't this isn't how it was structured in the movie but one of my favorite shots in logan is you know he, he's he's a limo driver but he's clearly taking some people to yeah. a funeral and he's just sitting far away from the funeral and he's just drinking yeah. i love that because in the trailer i thought the last of the X-Men died and he's just there in the yeah. background or it's like, um, I always love that stuff in movies where it's like, you know, there's the funeral going on and then there's the people who can't be there, mm -hmm. but they are there in, mm -hmm. in some form. I love mm -hmm. that kind of shit. I think Spider-Man's done that kind of shit before yeah. too. But, um, I've always, I've always really connected with that and I was kind of really excited because it was like, I get to have my moment of mm -hmm. that, but I couldn't mm -hmm. in the way that I thought. Right. Cause what I ended up doing, even though the tape was fucked, and I had that moment where I allowed myself to just be furious about mm -hmm. it and because I was emotionally robbed at that yeah, point. But yeah. it was like, it was not of anybody's fault. It's just a random dumb accident. There was no like spite behind yeah. it. But what I did instead was, you know, I did the whole thing where I had that little package from like, that had all the stuff with, um, you know, it had the logbook of all who came to, came to the funeral, the condolence cards, the little flower cards. Mm -hmm. Like I got to kind of have my own, version of being there and mourning and kind of having that that closure mm -hmm. of like getting like i wasn't able to hear the actual thing by honestly i think what i ended up experiencing by having that moment to myself where i just cried my fucking eyes out and looked over all this shit yeah. and there are a couple times i laughed there's a couple times i was just like what the fuck you know <laughs> but it's like that was better than whatever the fuck would would have been on that tape yeah so i'm th just that whole experience taught me so much about who i am in do that what helped me be able to do that was learning how to take care of my own shit mm -hmm. in the form of like my tea sessions mm -hmm. where it's like i found a very healthy non-psychotic way <laughs> of being able to sit down and more or less having a conversation with myself yeah. and be like okay what what's bothering you let's unpack this mm -hmm. and by doing that you know I, i've had i have a wonderful therapist who's who led me to that yeah you know but it, you know the the proverb where it's like you know you know teach or give a man a fish eats for a day teach a man teach a fish, fish. Mm -hmm. of course the thing is it's like well 
can't you teach a motherfucker to fish while you well, give him a fish, fish to eat? Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be nice to eat in the meantime. <laughs> but my, my point, my point with the proverb is, it's just like she led me to that water. You know, she led me to the fucking pond to drink from. Yeah, and then I showed me how to like you know clean the water and purify and all that shit. I don't know why all these aquatic analogies yeah, are coming up, it. but it's like you know, it was the groundwork of like not just her. But Tamar Plant, my previous therapist, who is a wonderful person and really helped get me on the road that I am, even even uh, uh, Dr. Kennedy, my uh, my middle school, high school oh. therapist, um, yeah, they all like they all. I feel like lay. I'm gonna get fucking emotional with this shit. They all lay the groundwork. It was like I um, it was like I had all these great teachers and all these you know. Yeah. I was a Padawan. Yeah. But now I'm an I'm a Jedi Knight now yeah. because they helped me figure out how to yeah. you how to do this. Like it, it's just it helps me meditate. It helps me calm down. It helps me unpack the things that bother me and actually be able to find a way to either deal with them mm-hmm. or to find my own way to push through them. Mm-hmm. So that's that. And we're getting, you know what this whole fucking thing is? What? It's gratitude, but it's the season finale of Holy gratitude. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Oh my gosh, it is. Oh my Isn't gosh, that crazy. That's amazing. So as you were saying all that. Uh, earlier in the podcast, you were saying something, and I was thinking about us, and I was like, you're like Peter Parker, I don't like Miles Morales, and then as you were talking about each therapist, I pictured you slingshotting from each therapist to each therapist as you learned stuff about yourself, as if you were swinging from person to person, and then I was thinking about my mentors and the people that helped me as I learned how to like swing and swing, and now we're like coming together, like we've been together, you know what this is? like we've been in training, and like next year we're just gonna like run shit even better, like... We're Spider-Man, bitch. <laughs> you, know, you know what it is? is Alright, let's do this one more time. My name is Peter Parker. As far as I know, for the past 27 years, I am the one and only Spider-Man. Yeah. I, I watched that movie again recently. Did you? It, I need to watch it again. I really need to watch it. It is one of the greatest movies ever made. It's I don't weird. give a fuck it's who so you good. are. It's, it's like, boy. there's so many layers to it. I like. Ugh. Let's put it this way. It came out two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. I've seen it numerous times since then. And each time I unpack so much more about it, it and it's just like God. it is one of it, it like not even just animated. It's one of the best it is movies a ever made. Fucking and it's movie. silly as shit. It is, but it also has so much fucking heart. Yeah, and it hits on so many different things. The relationship with his uncle. Oh my god! With like, his uncle and his and dad. his dad. Yeah. Oh my! And, I hope they do more with his mom in the next one because I, I like what they had there, but mm-hmm. it was too little. Mm-hmm. But oh my god! Like my the I actually okay. I'm I'm gonna fess up to some stuff. I was streaming tears down my face. I've seen this movie a dozen times. But when I watched it the other night, um, when his dad comes to tell him in his, like, little dorm room thing that his uncle's died, Mm. and he, you know, it's just like, well, I see your shadow, I know you're there. And first it's like, you know, I'm the big, you know, it's like, you're going to respect me, but then he's just like, he, the dad dials it back. Yeah. It's just like something horrible has happened. You know, he gets emotional and shit. And, you know, he's just like, look, I know you don't want to talk right now, even though it's like, you can't, but you know, it's yeah. like, I know you don't want to talk right now, but there, something's happened. But when you're ready, come find me mm-hmm. and let's talk. And it was just one of those moments where that was, that was a big moment for his dad's arc in the sense that it's like, Miles isn't so much his son anymore. He's tr- just his son anymore. He's treating him like a person. He's letting him have a space. Exactly. He's, he's respecting him, yeah. that he is, he's his own person. Mm-hmm. And, but just like the way, like, I forget who the actor is who plays his dad, but, that man, just through his voice, mm-hmm. I mean, in the animators, yeah. the oh animators, my. of course, did it too, but just through uh. his voice, 
Like, that scene made me fucking cry because it was just like... Damn. <laughs> I just got goosebumps. Like, the whole part where he's dropping him off at school and he's like, I love you, son. And you gotta say it back. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, uh And, like, it's that's not supposed to be, like, an emotional sweet thing. But for me, that was, like, really emotional. He's like, a great dad. He's such a fucking great dad. And it's just like, hell yeah, dude. And, like, even having moments with my dad this year has been, like... Even after the the funeral, like, because we, during the funeral It stuff, was tense. It was hella <laughs> tense. And I almost, we almost fought, dude. <laughs> Literally, hours after, we almost fought. And then to have him call me, like, weeks later, be like, I'm proud of you. Thank you for coming with me and, like, spending time with me and being able to be there for me. I was like, that's why I do what I do, because I see and I can help people where it's necessary. And you're my fucking dad. I love you, dude. Shit, man. Fuck! <laughs> well, you know what? There's two, there's two people I should have included in my dad's video that mm-hmm. I made. Um, in hindsight, one of them, I saw the, I saw a clip of it and I'm just like, why the fuck didn't I put him in there? It's probably just because at the time I was like emotions and trying to like get everything done. Um, but, um, I wish uncle Phil Mm -hmm. was in there because I mean, like, you know, I know there's a whole cultural angle to that show. I will never fully understand, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I watched that shit. I watched Nick at night when I was still incoming and it was something where that it was full house and then fresh Prince. And Mm -hmm. I used to like, I used to not really watch fresh Prince because it's like, okay, I got to go to bed now. But then it's like, I'm going to stay up and watch this because it's like, oh shit, it's Will Smith. Oh shit. He's young. Yeah. And then it's just like, you know, I was, I was watching it more and more and I just really connected with him and that family and just like and just James Avery was such an incredible actor but with that character specifically and what I love about him I'm not just trying to get on the thing of like we should appreciate this character but I'm saying like what this character what I've grown to learn about this character and appreciate about that character as an older adult now is first of all he is one of the greatest fathers ever written in any sort of fictional medium television Mm. film what have you second I didn't really, it, and this is something through going through all the shit that happened earlier this year and is still continuing to happen. But like we having the discussion about everything with the race stuff mm-hmm. is I didn't really absorb the gravity about, wow, you know, this is back in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. They wrote like this dignified, mm-hmm. powerful, mm-hmm. loving father figure mm-hmm. who, you know, he was a judge. Mm-hmm. He, was doing very well he was living in fucking bel air Mm -hmm. you know he had this luxurious house he you know they had um you know the butler who was a part of the family you know he adopted his nephew and i every time i watch the fucking clip from the show where with his with his dad and then like will smith is like flipping shit yeah because it's like the guy's like okay i can't do it and he leaves and it's just like if you go out the door you better never come back and the guy goes like he doesn't hesitate he just goes yeah and how much that fucks with him of course he's not acting in that moment that's a real thing for him but then the way james avery and uncle phil as a product of that just like he pulls he doesn't even say anything he just pulls him in takes his hat off and just holds him just lets him like have that moment i'm just like that I, was my dad. I think I need to in watch. a way, in a way. Yeah, you know? I think I need to watch that and Harold at the same time. Oh fuck! I'm well, you like got HBO 90s. Max. It's on HBO yeah, Max. Yeah, yeah. But Uncle Phil is one I wish I included because they're even though like I only saw that episode once, like mm-hmm. when I was watching it when I was younger, I didn't fully like understand the impact. I'm like, wow, this is good acting, but it's just like I didn't understand all the gravity behind it. But then, um seeing it again and seeing a couple other things I'm like I wish he was in there and then I wish I included something with Miles' dad mm-hmm. because it's just like these are t- those are two like because I it's just I just love good father characters yeah. Yeah. and that to me is just like wow yeah <laughs> and I just 
Have you seen um, The Place Beyond the Pines? Oh, yeah. I've only watched it once and it fucked me up. It's, I it, bought it because I want to watch it again. I have, I have it on Blu-ray it. too. I want to watch it again at some point because I've seen it maybe twice. Mm-hmm. But Jesus Christ, that movie and Father Figures is a very... <laughs> you can be a good man but not a good father and you can be a bad man but a good... I'm not a good man <laughs> but I'm a good father. Oh my God, yeah. And and, and you were talking about like uh, a second ago with like the... Um, with the father figures and having the imperfections and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. you, like with Miles's dad, it's mm-hmm. just like you know, he's a great father, but that doesn't—he's not without his faults. And yeah. like that was a big thing with my dad's shit this year is really unpacking the fucked up shit. And I say fucked up like he was a serial killer or something. <laughs> he wasn't, but it's like you know the 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 messed up shit that yeah. he either was involved with or did or what have you. And it just that really seeing what I love is just seeing that that loving but flawed father figure who is truly trying his hardest even if he fucks up mm-hmm. but he owns up to fucking up that always resonates with me that's i think another reason why han solo was a dad is perfect to me <laughs> but um i guess my third thing um finding my backbone mm-hmm. and finding you know you were talking about boundaries earlier mm-hmm. i love how our stories have kind yeah, of paralleled kind of in paralleled, a way yeah but um I really had to set a lot of boundaries this year. I had to let some people go. I, I, I really drastically trimmed down my Facebook friends list, and I could see myself in the next year or so. I'm about to do that. I have done it. that in forever, and I'm about to trim it down. It's called the delete game. It's fun. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, you know, I really had to... And what I did also when I would do that is I would really evaluate. It's like, it's not a personal thing. It's just like, do I talk to this person? No. Mm-hmm. Fuck this. Yeah. I don't need to keep that door open for everybody. Yeah. And really asking... Even the, even the people that I do keep close to me, asking them to respect me when the time comes. Mm-hmm. Like, I confronted some friends about something. I made a very firm boundary with some friends who were about to move mm-hmm. and all that shit. And I'm dealing with that. You know, whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. I'm, but basically, and this is something Carolyn has uh, told me for a long, long time, is it's just like, you have to be there for yourself. Yep. And, really, and I really, it took until this year for me to really understand that yep. and really to put my foot down it's just like you know it's nice because i feel like in some form or fashion i've got like somebody behind me no matter who it is but it's just like i've always got that one One, that's always just like you fucking got this um so that's three um four would be i have found a healthy balance of like knowing how much work and Mm -hmm. just how many tasks i can take on. that's another thing yeah that's that's (laughs) november yeah 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 and i just uh I really realized what I can do mm-hmm. versus what I need to be able mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I pushed back my, okay, so at the time of this recording, I mean, well, at the time of this coming out, you should be able to see my re-edit of yeah. my high school World War II movie. Maybe. But link in the description below. But, um, <laughs> you know, I originally wanted to have it done in October on the 10th anniversary when we screened at the Ritz. Too much was going on, I couldn't do that. I wanted to have it out for Thanksgiving. I wasn't allowing myself to able to excuse me um enjoy going home and being with family it's like if i don't stop this right now i'm going to be working the entire time and not being able to see people i haven't seen in six months yeah um so i put it on the back burner i was gonna put it out friday yeah because it's pearl harbor week yeah i decided not to because i'm like okay can i get it done yeah is it gonna be what it needs to be because there's a lot more work that needs to be done than i thought mm-hmm. but uh yeah i i found a very healthy good way of 
basically now it's coming out Christmas, so I've got plenty of time. Yeah. I've got most of the hard work behind me. I've still got some stuff. We've got to do a little mm-hmm. ADR thing right mm-hmm. after this. But, um, yeah, it's just, it, it was really nice finding that. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing that kind of summarizes everything is if you know your self-worth or if you find your self-worth and the people who are supposed to be in your life will make themselves known. Mm -hmm. And that's manifested in multiple forms throughout this year. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's just been great to like, I can face things now Mm -hmm. and not crumble. Yeah. And I know that's probably kind of an amalgamation of a couple of things I've already said, but what I, I guess the best way to summarize this is I know who my people are. Yeah. And that's like, that's, yeah and i that's all i need and mm-hmm. i don't need this big array of i don't need that i don't mm-hmm. i i just want real people who are about real shit in my life mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. i have to do this because our last episode last year was called it's a wonderful life yeah that's one of my favorite movies of all time yeah one of my top 10 absolutely and um there's a thing at the end where um have you seen the movie i have well when all the people come to the Baileys. Yeah. They're giving George the money so he can, you know, figure out all the shit, the lost money from yeah. the building and loan. And uh, he sees Clarence's copy of Tom Sawyer. Mm-hmm. He opens it and Terrence or, or and, and Clarence is written inside of it. Remember, George, no man is the failure who has friends. Mm. And I really understand Damn. that now. Damn. And especially after coming off the whole thing with the movie where it got derailed Mm -hmm. and I had to go through all this shit. Mm -hmm. I really get to sit back and appreciate that. Not just that moment, but just what that means. Mm -hmm. And that's just like, as long as you are who you are and you stick and you have your people at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. you could never be a failure. Mm -hmm. So damn, damn (laughs) that, that wraps. That is my last two weeks. Really? That whole thing that I was going to do, that whole venture. Yes. And yes. learning about that and figuring out that, but then realizing I would not have time for my people. Because as much as I feel like they need me, I need them. And I I thought not. that was very mature of you, too. It's just like, I could do this thing. I can absolutely me, do it. But, but I won't have time for this thing that I really need to have as an important as aspect, an important of, my aspect of my life yeah like that really that helped me arrive at that last point really? too is it's like i told ashley about that i was just like yeah he uh, jeremiah said this thing about you know the whole project blah 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 mm-hmm. and then it's just like you know how it's just like i no, i t- i told ashley and i told my mom about that. nice and my mom was really impressed with that too yeah. because she said like you know there's a lot of times in life i wish i knew that yeah and i'm just glad that you're 25, I'm 27, and we're figuring shit out that most people take years, years to figure yeah. out. And that's something we've both done with this year is, you know, yeah. even though it's been a fucking dumpster fire filled with pig shit, I don't know why pig <laughs> shit was my choice. But I love it. It but, works. Uh, it works. But, uh, you know, even though it's been all this fucking turmoil and horrible bullshit, you know, we... We found the beauty in the shit. Andy Dufresne crawled through a river of shit and came through the other side clean. Get, get busy living or get busy dying. Yeah. I need to watch that again for the end of the year. And God damn it, I intend to live. Fucking Because I experienced so much death. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. even then, like, people actually dying, but I've experienced that too. But, like, shit, man. Enjoy it. Make it worth, make it worthwhile. You know what happened this year? Mm-hmm. We found our purpose. We did. We very much did. 
We very much did. And now we get to watch ourselves go on the journey as we walk into it. Once you've found it, you have to walk into it. I'm excited to see what that looks like. Me too. And it's, it's, it's that feeling of, for me at least, I that insecurity of me, I'm like, am I really a man yet? Um, <laughs> all that shit's gone. Like, I really feel like it's like, yeah. Yeah, I, no, I am who I it, am. I'm comfortable with who yeah, I am. I know I have my problems, but I'm working but, on them. Yeah, no, and, it's, I, and it's like I am a man, and you will treat me as such. Yeah, it's you know? weird. But it's, yeah, that's a real. It's thing. weird, but empowering. It's a, yeah, as fuck. it is. It is. It's a weird thing, but it's very real. It's like, bitch, shut the fuck down. Who the fuck do you think you are? You know who I am, bitch. You don't. Well, I'll show you, motherfucker. Fuck you. <laughs> like, fuck you. Well, with that, where can they find you, Jeremiah? You can find me, Jeremiah, on Instagram at ParkourGeek, and that's P-A-R-K-O-U-R-G-3-3-K. You can find me on YouTube at A Token's Take. That's A-T-O-K-E-N apostrophe S-T-A-K-E. And you can also hear me on Perspectives, the summer series, with my good friend Joseph Zengla as we finish the summer series in December. It, it was It's the end of your it summer. It is the end of The summer of growth. The summer of growth. It is the end of my summer, the summer of growth. That is very true. Yeah, that's a wonderful... I'm glad you said it like that, because that is definitely, definitely what it is. Uh, you can find us on Perspectives with Jeremiah Stevenson, uh, and that will be released by the time this episode's out. Hashtag release the Stevenson cut. Yeah, for real, though. <laughs> <laughs> for real, though. <laughs> well, Matt, where can they find you at? You can find me at Art of Matthew on Instagram, at the Art of Matthew on Twitter. Um, trying to think... Uh, uh, I'll put a Vimeo link. I made a lot of shit this year. Yeah. I, I don't know what my this Vimeo is actually called. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I did too much, but I, that's one reason we've dialed it back from two to or from four to two is so yeah. I can yeah. I can have the time to give the things that I do they're worthwhile mm-hmm. rather than just blasting through them. It's like, well, I got them all done by the end of the year. Yeah. You know, I technically didn't finish Inktober. I may not finish it until fucking January. <laughs> I don't know, but it's just like you know, I didn't just like pile through and hate myself at the right. end of it. Absolutely, but um. Yeah, I'll put a Vimeo thing in. Um, you can find, if you want to see, I'm not going to call it a resurrected corpse because <laughs> it's better than that. But it's like, if you want to see my high school uh, World War II short that I have made the best that I can make it, and I don't mean that in like a backhanded way. I mean, like I've really taken 10 years of experience, revisited something that at the time was the pinnacle of my creative ability, mm-hmm. and I've made it better. Mm-hmm. It looks better. It sounds better. It does look better. Oh, my God. The, yeah, like, I showed you that color correction. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Like shit on the original. Like, yeah. it, like, oh, my God. Well, I just didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have access to color correction. I didn't know what the fuck that was. Yeah, but I still don't. Like, <laughs> yeah, but if you, if you want to see it, 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 it's available today. Hmm. Um, it's on Vimeo. I will include a link to that. Um, it's called The Sunshine, The Rain, The Director's Cut. Um, I'm really proud of it. Uh, yeah, and... Uh, with that, have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, a Happy New Year. Be love, be life, be. And until next time, always remember, no man is a failure who has friends. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king, peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled Joyful all ye nations rise Join the triumph of the skies With angels
The following audio presentation is property of Lake House Creative, LLC. Any reference to copyrighted works is for review and commentary purposes only.